This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Good morning, Justine, my sunshine. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> it's nice and early here in Colorado. It's 9.30 in the morning here, 11.30 for Justine in beautiful Canada. And uh, we're both kind of like, I don't know. I'm not a morning person, but I'm excited to do this. I know. I'm not either. I've I've recorded a podcast at 8 o'clock in the morning before, and I actually have to do one next week at 8 o'clock in the morning, too, because of who I'm recording with, the extreme time, time difference. Yeah. And normally, I like to have a drink while I record, and I'm just like, eh, I'll do a protein shake today. It's there still kind of early. I should have done that, too. That's a good idea. I Because I usually wake up, I drink my pre-workout and go to the gym, mm-hmm. and then so... I was like, oh, I'm not going to have any caffeine. I should have had something, but it's all good. It'll be <laughs> fine. Um, today, we are talking about some fun stuff, some pop culture news stuff. And then also, it yesterday, we were meant to, re- we were going to record this yesterday. And then we both just had a lot of stuff to do. So yesterday was Canada Day. So in uh, honor of Canada Day and Justine, who is Canadian, we're going to talk about some uh, Canadian celebrities. A lot of them I actually didn't even know were from Canada, so it was pretty interesting. But uh, to as far as the news goes, um, well, I guess let's talk the big thing. Um, Britney Spears, on Wednesday, a judge denied the request to remove Jamie Spears from her conservatorship. What the hell? Why? Um... It's crazy to me. Like, there's all these TikToks. Like, so Bill Cosby got out of prison, but Britney Spears mm-hmm. still isn't out of her conservatorship. Isn't a prison so. of her own life. Yeah. I, so this is from NBC News. Her father filed a response on the same day as the petition expressing concerns over Jody Montgomery, who was appointed as Britney Spears' temporary conservator of the person. So remember, he stepped down as conservator of her person and was a co-conservator of her finances. So um, he said he was concerned about the management and care of his daughter and that Montgomery did not reflect her wishes. He said that Montgomery was the sole conservator who oversaw the decisions related to the singer's personal life and medical treatment since her appointment. And so in a statement, Montgomery's lawyer said that her client has been a tireless advocate for Britney and her well-being, adding that if Spears wants any issue brought up in court, Montgomery is and always has been ready, willing, and able to do so. What do you think? It's so strange to me how everyone is saying, like, this is her choice. She has control over this. Do you think that there's any truth to that? And she just is kind of out of touch and doesn't know what's going on? I have no idea. There's got to be something else going on that the public doesn't know about. That's for what sure. I'm thinking. For sure. Yeah, because he's because she was directly going for her father and mm-hmm. didn't really even didn't really even address Montgomery. And it seems like she doesn't even know that her father is not the sole conservator of her person. So if she doesn't know that like what else is going on here? There has, like you said, there has to be more to the story that we're not getting. Right. Yeah, for sure. I I don't even know. 
I don't know. I feel like no one is going to know the truth. I feel like no one's going to know the truth because you have one side saying one thing, the other side saying the other thing. And uh, Jamie Lynn Spears, she did that live or she did the videos on Instagram and she was just basically saying, I love my sister. You know, she's been, she's my big sister. So I've always adored her and looked up to her and whatever she wants to do. I just want her to be happy. So she was saying that she had no, there was nothing in it for her financially. She had nothing to gain by keeping Britney in the conservatorship. But then I'm hearing other rumors that she is making money off of the conservatorship. Although I don't know how or why she would be. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't have enough information or anything on it to give an opinion. I just think that there's something else going on that we don't know about. And, you know, it might take another 10 years or something for another type of a documentary or something to come out for us to see what's actually going on. But I don't know, man, it's, it's a fucked up situation. It really is. Regardless of the truth of the situation, it is sad any way you look at it, whether Brittany doesn't really know what's going on and she feels trapped in her life or whether she actually is being trapped in her life. It's sad either way. And so hopefully I just feel like people are going to lose their shit about her being denied this. It's, I I just, I can imagine the Free Britney movement is going to lose their mind for sure. Yeah. Um. So, and then you mentioned Bill Cosby. He was released from prison also on Wednesday. So same day, um, Pennsylvania's highest court overturned his sexual assault conviction. They said his due process rights were violated. I don't even know what that means, um, but the, so I guess the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court judges, they said that in their opinion, a former Montgomery County District Attorney's decision to not prosecute him in 2005 in return to his, for his deposition in a civil case was ultimately used against him at trial. So basically a technicality and he was released. There were about 50 women all over the country that testified against him. I think it's devastating that those women feel it's such an injustice to the women that came forward it is so hard to come forward about like especially like a sexual assault or something there's something about it that feels shameful Mm -hmm. even though it shouldn't be it should not be shameful it's never anyone's fault that something like this happens but there's something about it that feels shameful. So to push your shame aside and move forward with coming forward about something like that is such a huge deal. And now it's just a complete slap in the face to the victims. I agree. Um, Yeah. It's one of those things where people kind of society tells women that they deserve it because they were, Oh, well you were hanging out with them. You were drinking with them. Whatever. Yeah. The victim blaming. Yeah. Like you deserve to be roofied and raped. Yeah. You were hanging out. I remember when the Bill Cosby stuff first happened, this guy on my Facebook had posted a meme and it was a picture of Bill Cosby with like five women and they all like have their arms around them and they're smiling and everyone looks happy. And the meme said, does this look like five victims to you? And then I commented and I yeah, said, okay, so they were raped. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so just because I <laughs> smile and uh, put my arm around somebody and take a picture with them, that means I deserve to be drugged and raped by them. And he's like, well, oh, I, like I guess that. not. Like, 
Like, I highly fucking doubt that that photo was taken after they were raped. Like, that's crazy thing to say. I know. People are so stupid, but... I know. I swear. I keep saying that the older I get, the more feminist I become because it's just like <laughs> you see the way that women are treated and it does get really fucking frustrating. It's like whether you're drinking with someone or not, you don't deserve to get fucking given a quaalude and fucking raped. Like, it's disgusting. And luckily, he's 83, so hopefully he just fucking dies soon and then we don't have to worry about it anymore. But... Uh, so Felicia Rashad, she was his co-star, though he played she played his wife on the Cosby show. And she has constantly said, oh, he's not guilty. These women are lying and stuff. Um, she put a tweet out and let's see. Where the hell is it? I think it's getting anyway. She she was basically supporting him and happy that he got released and she's always been supporting him so the howard university students they want her fired over this tweet and here here's the thing i understand if you have a close friend or family member and in your mind that person could never do something that they were accused of you don't see it you don't understand it it doesn't make sense but that does not mean that they didn't do it. Yep. That's the thing about people that rape and murder and hurt others is they seem most of the time like a normal everyday person and they have normal relationships and whatever because they're sociopaths. And then that like unless you were there and you were there the whole night and they never left your view or whatever, do not say shit like that because you don't fucking know. You don't know what happened. You were not there. And like 50 women coming forward and telling very similar stories from all over the country. What did they have to gain? Yes, fin financially. But when you come forward against someone as big as Bill Cosby and you tell your story and people are accusing you of lying or just wanting money or you deserved it or whatever, who wants to like do that just for fun? I mean, you'd have to be a really sick person. So if it was a per one person or something and everyone else was like, no, I've been alone with him and he was wonderful and totally respectful, that'd be one thing. But you've got 50 people across the whole country that are coming forward with the same story. You have to at least like give it a little bit of, of acceptance that it might be true. Have you ever known anybody who stuck up, who said, oh, so-and-so would never do that? That's so frustrating to me. Yeah, I think someone in her position, she obviously loves him and has some sort of attachment to him from, uh, you know, working so closely with him for so many years. Right. I think someone like her should have just kept her mouth shut about just it. keep your mouth shut. Um, if, she wants to, if she wants to support him privately, that's fine. Yeah. But such a slap in the face. Yeah, exactly. And that's in these types of situations, it's best to just keep your mouth shut because she's um, like you said, people want her fired over this. She's jeopardizing her own life by supporting yeah. him. So I, yeah. I feel like at that point, just better to keep quiet. <laughs> right. And she doesn't know she wasn't there. That's the bottom line is you may think that this person is wonderful and kind and this and that. Um, but, you know, you were what, 30 or 40 when you were working with him and he clearly likes young, young, young women and, you know, I don't shit where you eat type thing. Um, it's just, it's upsetting. But I, I do hope, and he's still sticking to his story that it's it's not true. 
So I'm glad that justice has prevailed, blah, 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 whatever. Fuck off, Bill Cosby. Um, <laughs> I'm just hoping, like, where are the hitmen? Okay, like, where are the people that should take care of Casey Anthony and Bill Cosby? And uh, who else is that? Oh, Yolanda Saldivar, who killed Selena. Where mm-hmm. are those people? I know you're out there. Uh, they're going to, like, ban me from podcasting. For <laughs> um, The Casey Anthony thing, it's wild to me. Did she change her name? No. No? Okay, because yeah. it's wild to me. Because in this, in this documentary that I watched last weekend, they were showing footage when the trial and everything was going on. And people mm-hmm. were, like, coming to her parents' house and, like threatening them and people were getting into fights outside of um the courthouse and everything right so yeah so that's wild to me too that something else hasn't happened she must have some sort of um protection well and you know what's really sick is a lot of people a lot of men still say like oh they'd fuck her she's so hot whatever and it's like (sighs) men what is wrong with men? It's wild to me that this bitch had the balls to go to Universal Studios, go all the way inside, and then oh. finally turn around and be like, yeah, I don't work here. I know. <laughs> yeah, but that's what you, that's the thing is she's just a habitual liar. All she does is fucking lie. She lies and lies and lies. I was I listened to something recently or watched something about her recently, and they were saying, oh, Um, she did all of that, but she never worked at Universal. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure she did at one point. But yeah, the thing I watched said that she worked there, um, but she hadn't worked there for like two or three years at the point. And she only worked there for like eight months or something. It wasn't like... Can you imagine like leaving for work every day? Like, bye mom, bye dad, I'm going to work. What the hell are you doing for like two years pretending like you're going to work every day? I just can't. We have to do a whole episode on her because <laughs> okay. there's just too much to say. Too much. Um, so there's that. Oh, now earlier today I saw that. Net- Did you know that Netflix made Fear Street movies? I saw that. The first one uh, came out today. Yeah, or yesterday, you, I think. Yeah. Did you read the Fear Street books? No, no, I don't think so. Oh, I did. They were so fun to read as a kid, as a teenager, um, because they were, you know, obviously written by R.L. Stein, so the same author as Goosebumps. But Fear Street was more like Goosebumps was monsters, and Fear Street was killers, like right. human beings. So I loved those books. Um, there's one part one came out today. It's Fear Street Part 1, 1994. Uh, According to IMDb, a circle of teenage friends accidentally encounter the ancient evil responsible for a series of brutal murders that have plagued their town for over 300 years. I was really excited when I saw this was on Netflix. I cannot wait to watch it with Vanessa. I'm going to make her watch it. And then, so they're releasing three movies, one each week. So Fear Street Part 1, 1994, today... And then part two, 1978, will be July 9th. Part three, 1666, will be July 16th. My birthday. Are you going to watch it? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm planning to watch them. Yay. I am. I hope they're good. Same. Same. Your birthday is July 16th? Yep. Noted. <laughs> is that your 30th birthday this year? Yeah. Ooh, dirty 30. I know. Oh. How? Fun. Are you feeling nervous about it? Or are you cool about it? 
I'm cool about it. I'm yeah. I'm kind of uh, over like the shock of my 20s being gone. But yeah. I mean, it does kind of suck. Like the last year of my 20s was spent like with COVID bullshit because yeah. I wanted to like travel and do things. But I bet. You know, every time, time you're not going to die now that you're 30. Exactly. Like every time I say like, oh, my God, I'm so old now. I always think it's better than the alternative. Right. So. Oh, yeah. I, I when I took Vanessa to the theme park the other day, I just look around and I'm like, I'm so fucking glad that I am in my 30s now because there's just something about being in your 30s like you're kind of a little bit better financially mm-hmm. usually have like you know what you want to do with yourself and you don't care what other people think it was so sad to me to see all these little girls with i mean an hour's worth of makeup i have makeup on now this is bb cream mascara leftover blush that was on my brush and yeah that's how I went to the theme park it's hot out you're walking around for miles you're out in the sun there were girls with full-on YouTube tutorial makeup Mm -hmm. lashes like ridiculously long lashes with all the glue showing (laughs) I hate that I hate that there was this one chick I wanted to take a picture of her so bad but I knew that she would have caught me like that guy at the gym because I wanted to show you. <laughs> and her eyelashes were, these were like showgirl eyelashes. Like I, I'm going I know on exactly stage what you're talking for about. a show. Yeah. I, I feel like when you're buying fake eyelashes, less is more. Whatever you see and you're like, oh, that looks good, go one step down. Because once you put it on your eye, it's always more than you expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these are like showgirl eyelashes and just thick glue. Um, you know, little girls with their ass cheeks hanging out of their shorts and crop tops. And I was just like, man, I do not miss those days. Like, I'm happy to be here with my BB cream and my shorts and my tank top and feels good. Feels good to feel good. Well, you and I grew up in like a completely different generation than what the kids today are growing up in, right? Like, I'm so glad I didn't grow up in the social media. Like, oh, we, yeah. we are the last generation of people who who grew up, like, you know, without... Um, without cell phones. Without and... TikTok and Twitter yep. and Instagram and everything. These kids right. today, they all look so much older than they are. Like, it's insane to me. I go through TikTok and stuff and people will be like, so I just got out of school or whatever. I'm like, this girl looks older than I look. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Like Alabama insane. Barker. Alabama Barker's yep. like 16 going on 28. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's sad. And it when I see someone who is so done up for something like a theme park, it makes me sad for them because I feel like they're very insecure that they're they don't they dislike themselves so much that they have to create someone new mm-hmm. um and that's sad so sometimes when I look at Vanessa I'm like she's a little bit I mean definitely less mature than I was at 13 at 13 I was making out with a 21 year old backstage of my like <laughs> I was I was but you also uh, grew up in Vegas <laughs> I was working professionally in a a show and I was making out with a 21 year old backstage while everyone else was on stage. And like, so I think about how I was kind of wanting to be sexy and like all of that when I was 13. 
And I look at Vanessa and I'm like, oh, she's just a little less mature. But then I'm like, thank God, I can protect her innocence as long as possible. She's into anime. She likes art and drawing. Go with it. I'm into it. Because I, I, the alternative of her being like some of these girls at the theme park is not, I'm not down for that. So one thing that I'm so curious about with this, with like kids today, like do kids today still believe in like the tooth fairy and Santa Claus and all that stuff because they have the internet or do they, do they just kind of like skip that phase in life where you don't? I think they do. I, Vanessa still doesn't have access to the internet. I don't give her internet access on her phone. So she has like TikTok and some of the apps, but she can't go on Safari and Google like hot porn or something, mm-hmm. which, you know, my, um, so she, I believe that depending on how the parent is parenting, they can shield their kid from that, but they've created new things, which are such a pain in the ass. I'm glad Vanessa's not that young anymore because now you've got elf on the shelf. So at Christmas, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you have to take the stupid fucking elf doll <laughs> and you have to move it every night. And there's parents out there creating scenes for their elves. And it's like, who the fuck has time for that? Like, who wants to do this? There, mm-hmm. There's an elf in the Christmas tree and there's an elf doing Barbie's hair. And they're like, come on. It's ridiculous. And then there's some new things. Um uh halloween time you've been booed you'll get like a paper on your door that says you've been booed and then if you were booed you get some kind of a package or something with treats and stuff like that and then you have to do it for someone else i'm like please no one boo me i am not the boo mom i don't want to do that i don't want to put together a treat package for you and you know and now they for a tooth they think they're getting like 20 bucks for a tooth it's just ridiculous everything is ridiculous i'm not that mom sorry for your luck kid like that's not me (laughs) i I did think it was great though that her friend that went with us because her friend likes to do the roller coasters and stuff and vanessa's not really into that Mm -hmm. so i went on this this is the thing you would have hated this theme park it was not what i thought oh I, i looked i looked on the website it seemed like okay it looks okay so basically what it seems like we went to elich gardens in denver for anybody that doesn't know um it looks like they stuffed a two theme parks on a piece of land that's not very big you know you go to universal i mean you will walk miles at universal Mm -hmm. so the rides that they had just couldn't be very large I stood in line for an hour and a half for the brain drain, which is basically just a loop. Mm-hmm. And so you go up and you come down and then you go up and you're hanging upside down and you just like basically that. And then you're going around a few times. The line was, I mean, an hour and a half. The problem is that the rides are so small that they can't get a lot of people on them at once. So on the brain drain, you've got like 20 people on it, which really you should have a ride with way more people on it. Otherwise, it just takes forever to get through that line. Um, There were some cool rides. We didn't have a lot of time. We're going to go back next week. Uh, But it just seemed like they tried to put the theme park. They didn't have enough land. And so the rides aren't very big in general. But we still had a good time. But her friend, so I rode that ride with her friend because Vanessa didn't want to go on it. And her friend in the car later is like, you're a cool, like, you're a really cool mom. I kind of like wish I had a cool mom like you. And I was like, see, I told you. (laughs) 
I'm constantly telling Vanessa, I'm a cool mom. I'm young and fun. I like to have a good time. She's like, whatever. That's how I always kind of felt growing up when my (laughs) friends had like younger moms and stuff. I would always be like, you're so lucky because my parent, well, my mom was like 33 or something when she had me. So she wasn't like that old, but my dad was like 41 when he had me. So my parents were like older, you know, compared to some of my friends' parents who had them when they were in like their early mid twenties. So I would always, I would always be that friend that said stuff like that. Cause I'd be like, my mom's so old, like whatever. My mom was cool. Like she worked out of high school. So she wasn't ever like, like she understood how teenagers were and stuff like that. That's good. But she was, she was never like young and fun. Right. (laughs) I gave Vanessa an eyebrow slit the other day. Um, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is cute. Maybe I'll do it." And she was like, "You want to look like a lesbian?" And I was like, "It's not only lesbians that have eyebrow slits. I don't know if is that a thing." I didn't think that was a, lesbian, a lesbian thing. thing but I don't think so either. I guess I it could be. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I gave her an eyebrow slit, and she doesn't know this, but I think that for her birthday, I'm going to take her to get her nose pierced. Um, she'll be 14. I mean, whatever. I want to get my nose redone too, so I think oh, we'll go together. I took my nose a couple of years ago, but I had a ring in my nose. I got it done like spontaneously one day. I was like, I'm gonna go get my nose pierced, and I was not expecting it to hurt that fucking much. Yeah. That was so painful. Uh huh. I've had mine done like three times, so the the scar tissue they really have to push through it. It, it definitely hurt last time, but I've had my eyebrow pierced, my nose pierced. Um. I miss, I used to have my nipples pierced, but I took those out during my surgery last year and I should have put them back in because they close so fast and I'm like bummed that I don't have them pierced anymore, but I'm not, I'm not doing that again. Holy shit. That fucking hurt. Yeah. My tits are way too sensitive. Oh, it hurts. And it's bummed. It, it sucks because when my nipples were pierced, they were like super sensitive and now the piercings are out. They're not. And it sucks. I'm like, damn it, because Ryan didn't really like them. So I'm like, all right, I'll take them out for you. And I'm like, fuck you. I wish I still had my nipples pierced. (laughs) Um, They were cute. I liked them. Anyways, uh, okay, so that was totally off track. Oh, Denver Horror Bar. Okay, we've been talking about going here. A news thing popped up in my feed that says the bar is basically dark right now because the owner has been accused of sending dick pics, unsolicited dick pics to all kinds of women and that he was fired from four tattoo shops in another state because he was sending dick pics to clients. (laughs) And there's like, yeah. So the horror bar right now. Oh, they, somebody tagged the front of it with the owner's name is Nate. So on the the windows in the front, it says Nate Rapist. Ooh, that's intense. I don't think you can call oh someone a God. rapist. That's, that's why I'm laughing. Dick sending, sending dick pics is completely different than, like, assaulting somebody. I, I'm sorry. I, I Every single woman in the world has gone an unwanted dick pic, and it is disgusting. But you always laugh about it later. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, not, it's not that big. I just feel like it's not that big of a deal. Like, I know we're probably gonna get hate for this but one of the women on instagram lauren a polis or apolis 
She says, dude, Nate, you sent unsolicited dick pics to countless women, including me. This is ridiculous. One woman you didn't know, LOL, got you fired from four tattoo shops in Minneapolis for sending your dick to your clients. You'll delete this because you're doing damage control, but we didn't forget. Um, he's charming and a conventionally attractive white man. Sucks to see that he has a platform again after literally years of hiding. I don't know if he's hiding because he was sending dick. I don't know. It just seems so dramatic. You have to lose your business and your livelihood because you are douchebag like everybody else. But the, at the same time, this dude, like, what's his addiction with sending dick pics if he's, like, getting fired from places and he keeps doing it? <laughs> and like, he keeps doing it, yeah. That's kind of some sort of weird, sick addiction at one point there's this baseball player that a story came out this morning about him he's a pitcher I don't know um what team he pitches for but he there's a he's getting like me too or whatever because some girls said that he like it was a domestic violence situation and from his Mm -hmm. side his point of the story he said that it was intense sex but it was um consensual like it was very physical and like choking and hitting and stuff. But in his, he's like, it was consensual sex. And she's saying that he assaulted her. And then all these other girls are coming out saying that, oh, well, we had sex. He used to like, like to hit me and stuff. So it's like another one of those, um, you know, like, was it consensual? And these women are just trying to get money and attention or right. was it, more intense than you know what I mean it's such a thin line all of these types of stories it's so hard to no one knows what actually happened unless you were there and in the situation you know it's that's what I was gonna say is it's hard to make a determination or to stand up for him or for her or whoever when you weren't there and you don't know and so I don't know but if a lot of people again like I said earlier if a lot of people are coming forward the same story it's possible. I mean, it's obviously possible. It could be true, but sometimes the lines are crossed in the heat of the moment. He maybe thought it was consensual. She felt that it wasn't, or maybe she felt afterwards, she looked back on it and was like, that made me really uncomfortable. I don't know how I feel about it. There's just too many factors. And again, unless you were there, you don't know. Ugh, big mess, big mess for sure. So I, I just don't know if sending dick pics is a reason to lose your whole life. It doesn't really totally make sense to me. So there's that. So it might not even be open. Uh, they have some performers that have pulled out of performing there. Um, and then the leaseholder is not sure if he's going to go forward with the lease for that guy. So. Wow. Well, shit. I know. It's crazy, <laughs> Everybody feels such a responsibility. Once something hits the news, anyone involved feels such a responsibility to stand against it or lose their life too. And that kind of sucks too. Exactly. It's such a different world we live in today with, like I was saying earlier, social media. It literally ruins everything. And right. like, we obviously use social media every day because that's what we do as uh, right. people who have podcasts. And exactly. so for us, it, it can be such a fucking positive thing. But at the same time, it's so it ruins the world. It's literally like I always I always use this example of how the world w- was better before social media. Like, look at like, um you know, the guys from Guns N' Roses, when they did their reunion tour a couple of years ago, they were all saying that 
it's definitely not half as much fun going on the road and performing anymore as it was, you know, in the 80s or whatever, because now everyone just sits there like this and watches the concert through their phone screen when and back then people would be like doing drugs in the crowd slashing their tits bring back the drugs doing doing all this shit and now people are afraid to do stuff like that because they know that they're gonna get posted on the internet go viral Uh lose their job and um you know, it's the same thing as like when you see a fight. People nowadays, instead of trying to stop the fight, they're like, "Oh, let me film this and let my video go viral on World Star." Oh, you know what I mean? Like social media so ruins everything. So I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, yeah, people just don't enjoy the moment anymore. It's kind of sad. It, it's definitely sad. Yeah, every time I go to a concert, um, I try to get you know one or two good. 30 second videos and a couple pictures and, and then, then from the, and then from then and I'm just like no put the phone away but it's Enjoy, true you look yeah. around and everyone's watching it through their phone screens and it's like why'd you pay 150 dollars for the ticket you could have watched yeah. the concert on YouTube <laughs> concert tickets are too fucking expensive to watch them through your phone I yeah. mean I can't even believe after you get after you get all the fees and you're buying two tickets because you have a kid and you don't want to go alone and like all the convenience fees like what is that even you get about? there fi- you spend 15 dollars on a beer yeah, <laughs> 10 dollars on a hot dog parking yeah, yeah exactly you get like a tiny little vodka cranberry for like 20 dollars yeah um i'll never forget um it. amanda did an amanda loves to hate teen mom episode right after she went to the celine dion concert at nasa coliseum oh and then she gosh. goes she goes i got a pinot grigio and a bottle of water 25 dollars <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right it's, yep. it's almost like vegas club prices yeah it's actually pretty crazy when you think about it yep. um so let's talk about some fun stuff we're going to talk about canadian celebrities who, in your opinion, and I think I can, I guess, can guess who you're going to say, but in your opinion, who is the most famous Canadian celebrity? Okay, there was controversy over this a couple years oh, ago yeah? because people were saying that <laughs> um, Avril Lavigne was the most famous Canadian. What? That's absurd. Um, That's not true. I mean, currently, the first person that, I mean, there's so many, right? Um, right. It depends on what generation you're looking at, but the first person I think of off the top of my head is always the Beebs. I was, yep, I knew it. I knew it. And then who's the second? Let's hold on. Let's say it together. Three, two, one. Drake. Oh, Drake. <laughs> I always forget about Drake. <laughs> really? That's funny because I know you're a Degrassi fan. Yeah, because I always just think of him as uh, Jimmy Brooks. You know, even <laughs> even though his music is played everywhere I fucking go and I can't escape him no matter what, um, I always still think of him as just a kid from Degrassi. So, I mean, do people love him in Canada or are they like, oh, Drake is from here? I'm so sick of hearing it. It's very, very uh, 50-50 because there's like, there's the people who really like Toronto, like underground rap and stuff like that. And those people tend to not like Drake because they're like, oh, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Like he grew up in Richmond Hill, which is like <sighs> a very, very, very rich area of Toronto. Of like yeah. he, grew, he grew up driving brand new cars as a kid. Like he he didn't he's not this rapper that came from nothing he was he already right. had money um but then you know for the most part everyone like shows him love and he's always played here and 
Like okay. if, the, if there's one thing about him though, no matter how big he's gotten, he always comes to Toronto every year. He does his OVO fest in a smaller venue, his hometown thing. And okay. no matter what, he always talks about his love for Toronto. And so, you know, for the most part, people okay. love him. All right, cool. Uh, let's see here. So um, this is a Glamour magazine article, Famous People from Canada. Obviously, we've got Celine Dion. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of Celine Dion? Um, I don't really like listen to that kind of music. It's kind of kind of annoys me I, a little bit, to be honest. I used to listen. I used to when I was a kid. My mom and I in our Ford Aerostar van would make road trips to to um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, to visit family, and we'd just play like Tony Braxton and Celine Dion tapes the whole way and my mom would make me sing so other than that I think she's great but I have PTSD for my mother making me sing Celine Dion she's a talented woman but I just I yeah. don't really I can't really stand that genre of music like her Sarah McLaughlin like that very yeah. her I can't I, don't yeah. know, I can't really do it um Sandra Oh I, do you watch Grey's Anatomy no, but um, me neither. I could never get into it. But I knew she was Canadian. She's in mm-hmm. that show, Killing Eve. That yes, that I. Do you like that show? I've never seen it, but every time I see the commercials for it, I'm always like, I should watch that. But I, I just never have. I watched a handful of episodes of the first season. I'm like, it's all right. I don't know. It's not fantastic. Um, here's the Beebs, born in London, Ontario, and raised in Stratford, Stratford, Ontario. Mm-hmm says it was there he was discovered by Scooter Braun, but I thought Usher discovered him. Okay, so YouTube. he he was, uh, he basically got discovered on YouTube by Scooter Braun because he would post his videos to YouTube. And then Scooter Braun took him to the label. And then basically that's, Usher is just his mentor, basically. So, and, but, yeah. but Justin Timberlake also wanted to be his mentor and he had oh. the choice and he was like, and he chose Usher over uh, Justin oh. Timberlake. Wow. Which well, is crazy. Cause at that point, Usher had had a longer career. And also Justin Bieber artist. is like, they made fun of this him for a lot in the roast, but he's a fan of like, uh, you know, like that, that sort R&B. sort of style of music more. Right. Um, you know, and because of that, he got Ludacris to be on one of his biggest songs. So okay, yeah, yeah, that was true because that that song went huge, went huge. Uh, Nina Dobrev, she another Degrassi well, she gal. Born, she was born in Bulgaria. Oh, but moved to Toronto when she was a toddler. I guess that counts. Um, she was on Degrassi: Next Generation, and then she did the Vampire Diaries. I never watched either of those, but I think she's very pretty. I have a picture with her. I met her at the Toronto Film Festival in like 2007 and um, a bunch of the cast of Degrassi was there and they all came out because a bunch of them came out for a smoke and they all came out and they stood and took pictures with us and I had like a 10 minute conversation with her. She was the only sober one. Everyone else was wasted and she was just like like annoyed that she wasn't drunk but she was the sweetest person ever and she's stunning oh I like hearing that I like hearing that was it weird to see Degrassi kids like drunk and (laughs) messed up um it was fucking awesome um (laughs) I remember 
the one guy who plays Derek on Degrassi, uh, The Next Generation, he was smoking a cigarette or whatever. And my friend was like, ew, why do you smoke? That's gross. Uh, and I was like, oh, I like, I think guys that smoke are hot. Like, I still think it. It's it's fucked up. But he's like, thank you. Thank you. And he, like, gave uh, me a hug. It was so funny. I just hate the smell of smoke, but I love smoking. I don't do it, but I Everyone, even, like, that's the thing. Like, whenever people are like, oh, you shouldn't smoke. It smells so gross. It's like, I know. It's like, everyone who smokes doesn't even like the smell. But I feel like if you're a smoker, you smoke every single day, you're like sense of taste and smell is just completely shot right um yeah yeah I uh Ryan used to smoke and he quit and now every time he smells it he's like I can't believe I ever did that it's disgusting but it was enjoyable (laughs) yeah there's nothing Um, like having a cigarette when you're like the perfect amount of buzzed yeah and then you just like inhale smoke it's like oh feels so good (laughs) it's amazing definitely um, Keanu Reeves was born in Lebanon. I didn't know that. He lived all over the world before his mother settled in Toronto, where he lived until he was 20. He had, he still has Canadian citizenship. I, I, I had no idea about thinks, him. Everybody thinks he's like the nicest guy in Hollywood. Him and like Tom Hanks. I don't know. I just never really thought much of him at all. So, yeah, me neither. He's like, he's not a thing to me. Yeah uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson so he was he played in the CFL Canada Football League Canadian Football League yeah he um, I didn't know he played football yeah he wanted to be a football player and correct me if I'm wrong he played for the BC Lions maybe I don't know. I could I didn't be. Even I, know that I, he I could be that. wrong, but but he made a video a couple years ago that I loved, and he was like, "This is where I got my start. I wanted to be a football player." He got cut from the football team, and at the time he was devastated. But it was the best. But he talks about how it was the best thing that ever happened to him because then he started wrestling, and then he became one of the biggest wrestlers okay. of all time. And then obviously that's where he got his start. But. I don't know. I always love that about him because he says that just because, you know, you feel like it's a loss in your life. Sometimes the biggest loss becomes like your biggest, the greatest thing that ever happened, right? I I want to know, like, I want to be friends with him. I feel like he's a positive person. He's really hardworking. I don't know. I feel like he's probably a really great guy. He's insane. Like that guy will have a 20 hour flight to fucking China and he'll get off the flight. And the first thing he'll do is go to the gym at four o'clock in the morning and like get his workout. in. so like whenever people say like, I don't have time to work out or whatever, I'm like, if the rock the can get in three workouts a day you can get in one half hour workout right, a day exactly bitch. yeah exactly there's I mean I always say there's never been a better time you've got YouTube I'm doing free workouts on YouTube I mean there, there's just there's really no excuse so he wasn't born in Canada but um his dad was born in Nova Scotia and moved to Toronto as a teen and so he actually became a Canadian citizen in 2009 he has dual citizenship with the U.S. So that's pretty cool. Uh, do you know who Winnie Harlow is? Yeah, she's the model. I love that she's modeling. I think now I'm trying to remember what this is called. V- vitiligo. Um, v- vitiligo. Oh, yeah. is that how you say it? Yeah, um, vitiligo. I heard she's a horrible person, though. Oh, really? I- I've heard that I from m- that. multiple times that she's like very stuck up, knows that she's all that. You know, hmm. I hate 
hate that. Well, she was uh, born in Toronto, but we don't care now because she's rude. Um, <laughs> Allegedly. Drake- <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> uh, Drake was born in Toronto. Have you met Drake? I have met him. Um, so I was at Warp Tour one year, and this was before he was Drake. And he was right. hanging out with the guys from Alexis on Fire. Do you know who Alexis on Fire is? I've heard I've heard the name, but I don't know their music. They're yeah, their band. They're from uh, Saint Catharines, but he, they they were all hanging out at like the backstage area. And if anyone's ever been to Warp Tour, they know that the backstage area is literally just like a fence because it's all just like outside. And he was there, and I was calling him Aubrey, and I was like, Aubrey, come take a picture. And the guys from Alexis on Fire came into, and it was like pouring rain, so maybe that's why. But they came out and took a picture, and he he was just like, no, no, and he wouldn't come take a picture. And so I always got like, rude, fuck you, then you know, yeah. Um, but I know some guys that are like close with him and everything, and I mean, he seems fine. I mean, Aubrey is a horrible name for a dude, so maybe that's why he's salty. <laughs> Was Drake his middle name? Is that what that is? Um, or there, is Drake his name at all? There's a reason why uh, he goes by Drake. I don't remember what it is, but... Because Aubrey sucks as a name. Yeah. What is he going to be? Aubrey? Yeah, his middle name... So Aubrey Drake Graham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his middle name is Drake. Well, he's lucked out with the name Drake, so that's better. Uh, Shay Mitchell from Pretty Little Liars. She's born in Ontario. Yeah, she's from Mississauga. Love her. She's so pretty. She's gorgeous. She Um, has a baby with um, Matt Babel, who used to be a Much Music VJ. Um, Much Music is like, Much On Demand was like our version of TRL. And I've heard of that. He, he was the music awards. He was the host. Yeah. And um, the other host, Leah Miller, has a baby with Dallas Green, who's in Alexis on Fire, too. So, yeah. Oh, degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling was born yep, he in went. He went to high school around the corner from my old condo. <sighs> in Ontario. God, Apparently, he's so cool. cool. His mom went to the university in uh, St. Catharines, which is right outside of Niagara Falls. And um, apparently he went there a couple years ago to the graduation and he obviously got so cool. bombarded and apparently he was so cool, took pictures with everyone. So that's awesome. He was on a show called Breaker High. Was that a big show there? The high school on the Breaker boat? High. I swear I, wa- hold on. I watched, I don't I know if it was just I a Canadian this. show or not, but he was like the star of that show. Yeah, I did watch this. Yeah. Yes. Did they have a band? Or am I imagining that? There was another show about the same time where they had a band. But I did watch that. It was only on for one year. But, oh, look at him and his cute little face and his cute little hair. (laughs) He's got the same wrinkle that I do. So I want to tell the listeners the update on my wrinkle in my forehead. (laughs) Um, My gym does Botox. And I'm like, oh, it's just one tiny little wrinkle. I was so pissed last night because I was telling Ryan this story. And I was like, you know, this little wrinkle on my forehead. He was across the room in bed. I was completely 10 feet across from him. He's like, yeah. And I was like, really? I was like, it's that noticeable. He's like, 
I was like, wrong answer. You're supposed to say, no, honey, what wrinkle? So he's like, no, honey, what wrinkle? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't notice it on the camera. It's not, so. it's not that noticeable, but I notice it. So I asked her, I said, I've never had Botox before. What would you need to do to just smooth out this one line on my forehead and um, between my eyebrows? And she said, it's a minimum of 12 units, but probably about 20 units and that they're $10 a unit. And so I immediately texted Justine and I was like, I think I'll just keep it. <laughs> $200 for that? And then I have to continue getting That's it way done? Too it's much. not that serious. That's I'm 20 like, units? No. Because I have a huge line in my forehead that I get. And she does like six units and it smooths it out so much. Oh my God. Can you imagine what I would look like with 20 units there? I'd probably be like, probably wouldn't be able to move. This? You wouldn't be able to do that anymore. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that anymore. I swear to God, it's my resting bitch face that is causing this wrinkle. Because I even start to feel, like, tension in my eyebrows and my temples. And I think that I just have... It's just my resting bitch face. (laughs) Oh. You're fine. Anyways. Yeah. that's We're getting older. It happens. Uh, Pamela Anderson. I did not know that she... Is from she yeah, got from discovered at a Canadian football league game as well at a BC Lions game because they put her on the jumbotron and there was an agent or whatever in the crowd and they were like this woman's beautiful and they were like how would you like to be an actor model and that's how she got discovered that's just from being crazy. so beautiful. See, that's how things used to happen. Is I think um, Tony Braxton or somebody was was discovered pumping gas. She was singing and pumping gas, and that's how she was discovered. That's how people used to get discovered before the days of influencers, or at the mall, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, The weekend, I didn't know he was from Toronto. Yep, Scarborough boy. Yeah, he's good. I feel like he needs a better haircut. I think that would change his... I miss his old hair when it was, like, wild and whatever. I liked his hair like that. Have you seen Uncut Gems? I so I watched some of it and I wasn't impressed with it. I know people like talked about how great it was I loved and I just it. felt like all he's doing is saying fuck 500,000 times. I don't understand. Well, that movie yeah, is know. set in 2014 and um the weekends in it as himself and they're le- and uh oh. and Adam Sandler's like mistress or whatever side girl in the movie is like there's this boy from Toronto, he's going to be a big star. I know it. And, um, yeah, he does. He's really, really good in it. Okay. I, I didn't love the movie, but it is what it is. Uh, Seth Rogen. I don't know why I wasn't thinking he was born in Vancouver. Vancouver, yeah. Jay Baruchel is also Canadian. Okay. Obviously, he's got the maple leaf tattooed on his Oh, I didn't know that. See, I'm not a Jay Baruchel stan. Well, Jay Baruchel's (laughs) from, uh, Quebec, I think. He's, I think he was born in Ontario somewhere, but he, like, grew up in Quebec. But, yeah. So, if you, if you are from Quebec, you speak French, right? Just everybody does. Yeah. When I worked for a company once, and we used to book trade show hotels and stuff, and anytime I would call and I would talk to somebody in Quebec, they always fluently spoke English and French. They'd answer the phone in French. And then as soon as you started talking to them, they, bam, switch right over to English. I always thought that was so interesting. I think a lot of them, English is their second language because there's um, 
there's a wrestler, Maurice, and she's from Montreal. And when she first came to WWE, she couldn't speak English at all. And she learned it from being in the company. But I've been to Montreal once. And when I was there, I feel like they like hate all other Canadians there. Like they try, they try to make it like their own. Yeah. They try to make it their own little like area. And it's, it's so different from the rest of Canada. Um, do you know who Taylor Russell is? I don't know who this is. No. So she is award-winning indie movie waves and Netflix's lost in space reboot reboot, but that she's from Vancouver. Uh, Michael Sarah. I didn't realize he was. Yeah, he's from he's from Brampton. Yep. Okay. Avril Lavigne. Do you like Avril Lavigne? I love Avril Lavigne. So Vanessa played a new song from her the other day, and I was like, oh, this is the Skater Boy Girl. And I actually really liked the song, but I never was a huge Avril Lavigne fan. But God, she looks exactly the same 20 years later. Yeah, she got Benjamin Button disease, I'm jealous. Yeah, she's aging well. She's aging well. She's from Ontario. Um, Kiefer Sutherland. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, Deep Canadian roots. Uh, Anna Paquin, that makes sense. I think I knew she was Canadian from Manitoba. Uh, she also lived in New Zealand. <gasps> Pacey is Canadian. Joshua Jackson. Is he? Yeah, he's <laughs> born in Vancouver. Wow. I did not know that. He's. I still think he's dreamy. I have a crush on him. Really? He's still cute. He's yeah, all right. you didn't know that one? He's, he's all right. Uh, Kim Cattrall, she was born in England, but her family immigrated to British Columbia when she was a baby. God, Jim Carrey's looking skinny. His head, he looks like a bobblehead, kind of. His head is, like, bigger than his body. Jim Carrey. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Born in uh, in Toronto. Uh, Rachel McAdams in London, Ontario. She also went to the same high school that Ryan Gosling went to. Fun fact. They went to the same high school in Burlington. they knew each other. I don't think they, That's I think crazy. that they're, um, they're, they have a bit of an age difference, but, um, oh, okay. but yeah, it's funny. That's, that's kind of something, you know, like when the notebook came out and everything and they were doing press for it, they would always say that we went to the same high school, but it kind always kind of got overlooked, but yeah. Have, um, have you heard anything about her? Because she seems like a sweetheart and I just want to believe that. Um, I've never heard anything good or bad from her. Okay. So well, I guess no news is good news. Uh, right. Michael Bublé is from British Columbia. Mm-hmm. I'm not into his music, but I went to his concert August 2019 with um, my mom and my stepdad. And okay, when I go to concerts, I like to turn up. I like to dance. Me I like too. to get drunk. So. Yes. We went out to eat before I had like five glasses of wine. <laughs> and then, of course, I had a glass of wine at the venue. And, um, you know, he came out and I stood up and I was singing along. And then everyone else was sitting down. It was like one of those concerts yeah, where just like everyone. Concert. Yeah. And my exactly. mom's like, my mom's seen him live so many times. She's obsessed with him. I call him the mom whisperer because every mom like loves him. And um, my mom's like, sit down you're embarrassing me so I was just like 
such a buzzkill. I was like so drunk, couldn't enjoy it. And then Aww. he had one song where he's like, everyone stand up and dance. And everyone was up for like 30 seconds. Then they sat back down again. But did um, not sit down. the voice on that guy, man, he's got the voice of an angel. Yeah. So I would definitely go see him live again. But I think I would just like smoke a little weed before and just like, he's talented. just enjoy I- it. Yeah, that's probably better. Like, uh, he's talented. I would go see him if I got free tickets. I wouldn't pay to see him. If I'm yeah. going to pay for a concert, it's going to be like Jason Aldean or something fun. Mm-hmm. Um, So Emily Van Camp, she's so pretty. I've never watched Everwood. Did you watch Everwood? Nope. I have no idea. Did you watch Revenge? Nope. Oh, you have to watch Revenge. I think it's on Netflix. At least the first season is so good. The first I've season or two. No idea who this woman is. Oh, how funny. Well, she's from Ontario. Oh, Michael J. Fox. I didn't know he was Canadian. He has dual Canadian-American citizenship, but he was born in Edmonton. Cool. Um, Ellen Page. Actually, so she has changed her name. Elliot Page. To- Elliot, yes. Okay. She so was in the first like two seasons of the Trailer Park Boys. Oh, I didn't know that. When she she was still Ellen, so I'm gonna say she. When she was a like little kid, she played uh-huh. um Jim Leahy, who's like the drunk trailer park supervisor. Rest okay. in peace, John Dunsworth. He died a few years ago, but she played his like daughter in it. And um not oh, a lot okay. not a lot of people know that. Um so yeah. Trailer Park Boys is one of my favorite shows of all time. So, have you seen the movie Hard Candy? Yes, I just rewatched that the other day. So I was like, she's such a baby. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I've never really been a big Ellen slash Elliot Page fan. Me neither. I, I think I was like, the only right. person in the world that didn't like Juno. <laughs> I hated Juno. I hated Juno. Oh, did We're you? The only two. Why do you why do you hate Juno? I haven't watched it since it came out, but I just remember um, you know, it being such a big deal and everyone was obsessed with it. And it's a Canadian movie. And uh yeah, yeah Michael Sarah's in it. Michael too, right? Sarah and uh yeah. Daniel Clark's in it, who played Sean on Degrassi the Next Generation. But um Okay. But yeah, so I, I just didn't like it. I didn't like it either. Maybe, maybe I, if I liked my, it, watched it now, I might like it because I'm older. But I, I, I didn't like it when it came it. out. My, I had like a personal issue against Juno because I was pregnant and a teenager at the time that that movie came out, and everybody was raving about it. And I watched it. I was either pregnant or I had a baby. I was young and had a baby, and I watched it, and I was like, "This chick is a moron." Just because you're a teenager and you get pregnant doesn't mean you're a fucking idiot who can't even figure out how to, like, do the most basics. Because in the movie, they just made it seem like, well, there's no way this teenager can raise a child. The only option is to give it away. And that just personally, for me, was offensive. Because I was like, I'm a teenager, I'm going to have my baby, and it's going to be, everything's going to be okay. Right. Um, but she just seemed like a moron in that movie. So that's why I didn't. I felt it was a bad represent, representation. Um, Jason Priestley. I didn't know he was Canadian. British Columbia. Became an American citizen in 2007. It was that late. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Did you know Shania Twain? Yeah, she's Canadian? from Timmins. I would never. I would have guessed she was like from Tennessee or so. Her and Avril Lavigne are from like the same area of Ontario. 
I love that you know where all of these people are from. Well, because I'm from Ontario. <laughs> so so like a Brampton, like Scarborough, those those mean nothing to you, but to me. Okay. So like when like on Kardashians too, when Chloe's like, Tristan's from Toronto, I'm like, no, he's from Brampton. And Chloe, if you knew what Brampton was, you would not right. you would not think he's all that. That's so there, there's, a, there's a there's a funny the same thing with like Vegas. When people are from Vegas or I see something in Vegas and I'm like, oh that's that's the ghetto. That's the east side. Mm-hmm. Or you know, that's that's North Las Vegas or that's you know, I guess it's different. You can kind of pinpoint like that. Yep. Uh Taylor Kitsch from Friday Night Lights. <gasps> the series. Shut shut up. He's Canadian. Yeah. Oh, he's like my biggest Kelowna? crush on that show. Oh, Kelowna, from BC, Kelowna, BC, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I love that show. That show is so underrated. Anyone who hasn't watched Friday Night Lights, you are missing out. Fantastic yep. show. I had such a girl crush on the girl who played, uh, Layla. Shit. Yes, she's so cute. Mika Kelly. Um, yes, she's. So she cute. did. Have you seen Man Seeking Woman with Jay Baruchel? No. Um, I watched the first like half of that show, but it's Jay Baruchel and what's that comedian's name? Andre Reed, I think his name is. Oh, I don't know. That doesn't sound familiar. It's to the me. two of them. But anyways, uh, she did an episode of it and the show's only a few years old and she aged beautifully. Like she looks so yeah. good. She, she's definitely, she definitely looked younger. I think she was probably in her early twenties in Friday Night Lights, and she definitely looked like a high schooler, so that was good. Uh, Lannis Morissette is born in Ottawa. Yep. Matthew and, Perry, didn't know that. Yep, and that's why on Friends, they have a couple jokes about um, Canada in there, and in, mm-hmm. I think it's the first or second episode of Friends, they show Chandler at his desk, and it's when he's smoking, and he and he goes like this, and he he smokes into the drawer and oh, then he yeah. has the fan and he sprays and there's, and he has a Toronto Blue Jays hat on his, um, on oh, his desk. Oh, funny. So, I didn't know that. homage to Canada. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Aurora James. She's a fashion designer. I don't know who she is because all of my clothes are from Old Navy. So <laughs> she's born in Toronto. I have no idea who that is either. I'm surprised you haven't said Ryan Reynolds yet. Not yet, but there's still three more, so he'll probably be the end. Oh, I, Will Arnett. He's so cute. I don't know why. I'm just, like, into him. He's cute. I um, know there he was, was a Canadian. show. He's uh, born and raised in Toronto. There's a show with him and Christina Applegate. Mm-hmm. It's called Up All Night. Mm-hmm. It is so funny. It, I mean, it only went on for like two or three seasons and then got canceled, but it's a, it's a really funny show. Katie Lang, the singers from Born in Edmonton. Uh, David Foster. Ryan Reynolds is not even on this list. David Foster from British Columbia. Did I miss it or is he, what, how did they miss that? Ryan Reynolds, of course. Where's Ryan Reynolds from? Uh, Vancouver. Okay. Who do you think is the most uh, shocking out of this list? For me, uh, dude from Friday Night Lights, because I had no yeah. idea. I, had I no think idea. I'm most surprised about um, Pacey, about Joshua Jackson. I still have a crush on him. He's just so cute. <laughs> he 
he's adorable. There you go. There is our list of Canadian celebrities and all of the connections that Justine has to them and how great she is in geography. <laughs> there we go. Um, there's a few that I'm surprised weren't on there, like Eugene Levy. Oh, he's Canadian? He's so from... Dan Levy also, or...? Yeah, he, Eugene Levy's from Hamilton, which is the city that I was born and raised in. And so oh, is cool. so is Martin Short. Oh. So I'm surprised that um, neither of those were on there. Um, I think Dan, I Dan Levy Reynolds. was born in, like, Toronto, but yeah. Okay. Same area. I love their, I love their relationship, the father and son. I love it. I just... Fantastic. I really like Schitt's Creek, but I haven't finished it. You ever watch that? Yeah, I've, I watched literally the first half of the show. I Like, I have two seasons left, and I don't know why I just stopped watching it. And everyone tells me the last season is the best season, so I need to finish yeah. it. And I don't I don't know why I stopped, because I liked it. But Everyone tells me that it just gets funnier and funnier, that you have to kind of ease into it. I don't think it's laugh-out-loud funny, but... I enjoy dry senses of humor, so I enjoy it. But it's not like I'm sitting there laughing hysterically. Uh, Something I do laugh hysterically at is we started, Ryan had never watched New Girl before. And so we started at the beginning of New Girl. And I was like, God, I forgot how funny these first couple seasons were of New Girl because it got stale at the end. Mm -hmm. Do you ever watch New Girl? No. You should. I think it's on Netflix. You should watch it. It's very funny. Do you like Zoe Deschanel? She's okay. I think she's the least likable character out of the cast. So really, you got to watch for the other characters, but it's I, definitely good. Um, recently, I, wa- I rewatched 500 Days of Summer. I love that I movie. I forgot how much I love that movie. I love that movie. That's a good one. I like seeing the different perspectives. Um, I also love another like sad movie that I love is Blue Valentine. Have you ever seen Blue Valentine? No. <gasps> it's Ryan Gosling and Michelle. What's her last name? She was with um, Heath Ledger. Michelle. I don't know. Uh, uh, it's a really sad movie. Basically goes back and forth between oh Michelle Williams. Um, basically, it goes back and forth between how the relationship starts and how it's falling apart and it's sad but it is one of my favorite movies I think you need to watch that you got any recommendations for me I need some new podcasts and stuff um I haven't listened to any new podcasts in so long um like I said I'm so obsessed with everybody wants something the Degrassi podcast that's definitely like an instant click for me now, do I need to watch Degrassi before I listen to listen to that, or could I just listen to it instead? Um, I mean, I think that they're f- so funny that you could just listen to it. Um, okay, but like Degrassi: Next Generation is one of my favorite shows, so I'm, you know, okay, I'm obsessed. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't listened to anything like too new lately. I'm obsessed with Amanda and Jody's new show, their main feed show. Uh, we love, love to hate it. everything. It's so funny. I love it. I love it. I I texted her the other day because I was I was like I would listen to your stories about the person that you were dating, 
And I just was like, I don't understand. He sounds like he's really into her. Like, why doesn't she like him? And then she started elaborating on their trip recently. And so I had to text her. I was like, no, I get it. I totally get it now. I laughed my ass off listening to that episode. And I mean, it's just so good. If you, you guys have got to listen to all things Amanda and Jody, but especially we love to hate everything because that's more of just like an overall podcast instead of a recap show. I mean, I, just so funny. I thoroughly enjoy it. Well, you know, the funny thing about soccer. <laughs> oh, my God. We've all been with a know-it-all guy. Yeah. He just can't even let you finish a sentence without correcting you. It's just disgusting. It's awful. Yep. What a turnoff. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Nope. All right. Definitely that's not. all I got. You got anything else? Um... I mean, I did want to, since we did talk a little bit about Canada, I did just want to acknowledge all the stuff that's going on in Canada right now. It's really dark. Um, yeah. Do you know about this? I know. All I know is that some wasn't weren't some Canada Day celebrations canceled. Yeah, it, can, Canada why. Day this year was very like controversial because basically they've been going to old residential schools and they found like hundreds and hundreds of bodies of like dead children buried there, um, indigenous children. So they attempted to have like a genocide. So I had no idea what residential schools even were until like a few years ago. So Mm -hmm. they would take that like a boarding school. No, they would take like indigenous people and put them in schools and try to get them to like, just completely wipe out everything that they know about like their knowledge and their history and they would like beat them for like acting a certain way yeah so like and they've only gone to like two or three schools and they've already found hundreds of bodies of kids and they're gonna go to all these other schools so it's just really dark and no one ever really acknowledges that about Canada like in America it's all it's like about how like black people are treated and right. the black lives matter movement and stuff. And right. people think Canada is this like amazing, uh, diverse place, which it is, but indigenous people in Canada are treated awfully. So, um, I just wanted to acknowledge that. Um, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Wow. Oh, how awful. But besides yeah. that, Canada is a great place. <laughs> <laughs> Ending things on a fun note. Thanks for that. well tell people where they can find you justine after you take your drink um i have a podcast (laughs) called did i make that up and right now i'm covering florabama shore which i'm so excited about and julie's gonna be on my main feed episode this week so i'm excited for that so check that out yeah and then your instagram is at dim2 d-i-m-t-u underscore podcast yep awesome All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.